0: It's five o'clock on the dot. I've got my real, 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 real. I got a real pretty, pretty little thing with me. Wow. Welcome to Totally Normal, the show where you can feel normal about the hard shit that you're going through. You are not the only one. You are not alone. You are in the right place. Let's do this. It is winter time. It is snowing. I woke up to snow. I am cold. My extremities are frigid right now. It is time to stop drinking all of the sparkly water and start drinking the tea. But I can't stop. I'm addicted. I'm addicted. You know what else I'm addicted to? Addicted to who? H U who? Q for human, I think. But then it's pronounced who. But we don't say human. We say cumin, but we don't say human. We say human. So is it hue chocolate bars? Anyway, they're very expensive and they're, um, I get them at Whole Foods and the milk chocolate ones are below your mind good. Now I think I have a special sweet tooth for coconut sugar products. Anything that has coconut sugar and chocolate, it makes me crazy. I'm obsessed. So I'm addicted to these two food items, but you know, that's fine. Um, I've been working out a lot. I've been lifting weights. I've been getting strong. You really need others to get strong. I have talked to, to you about my one-on-one trainer, and so now I'm going to class more, and I notice myself getting stronger and stronger and stronger. My confidence is going up. My joy is going up at these classes. I'm really enjoying myself. And then I watched the Netflix documentary Stuts by Jonah Hill about his therapist, and he talks in the very first maybe 15 minutes of the whole thing, he talks about physical fitness and how important it is. And I don't want to give the rest away. There's so much in the documentary. It was really inspiring. It made me appreciate all my therapists that I've had. It also made me appreciate all the healers that I've had. It made me long to work with people one-on-one in a deeper way, more and more and more. Like I've been doing it off and on for the last, I want to say... I've been doing it off and on for the last 12 years working one-on-one with people especially around love and sex and sexuality and sensuality but really love and relationships and it the documentary really ignited me around doing that again and really getting into the the tools you know the gym is so helpful they teach me tools and they encourage me and I think coaching and therapy can be like that too So feeling inspired about that. I've been talking a lot about love life with people. There are so many amazing single women out there. The question that I got on an Instagram story are where are the men? It's a really good question. Where are the men? The men are preferring to be alone. They are playing video games. They are working. They are getting over their last relationship, still healing their hearts. They are avoiding getting into a relationship. They have less of a drive maybe to be in partnership and they're trying to get their needs met a different way. I don't know if you know a attractive and I mean energetically attractive doesn't need to be a certain physical attraction because we're all attracted to so many different kinds. But if you know an energetically clean, wonderful man who wants to be in a heterosexual relationship, because I've got women who want to be with a If you know an attractive, energetically wonderful man who is ready for a relationship, please email me and let's talk about it and let's matchmake because I know so many amazing, amazing women. I saw a Michelle Obama TikTok and it was so good. It was talking about how her relationship has not been... 50-50, 50/50 like on anything. Especially when she was raising kids, it was not 50/50. It was like she did 70% of the work and he did 30%. And that's the way it was and like relationships have to flow with different states and different times. And she said this thing about young people quitting relationship too soon because it's not the idealized picture perfect version that we gotten sold in movies. I was sold that in movies as a kid. I was sold that in movies and TV show like the romance and the picture perfect. But now kids are getting sold that on social media from their peers that make their relationship look picture perfect. And I do it too. I only post about the really good times because the bad times usually are in process for me. I don't feel comfortable processing my emotions, my trauma, my wounding on social media for strangers. It just feels so weird to me. So then I end up only posting from the healthiest, most proud, most excited parts of me. But then it also shows like, oh, this one version of relationship. Now, I think I have been – I think I'm an incredibly vocal person about my difficulties and my challenges over the years. And I think nobody, think nobody who knows me would ever think that about my relationship or my life because I'm so transparent about that. But I guess somebody could, like somebody who just finds me on social media – I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. There's like a sweet spot around posting. Anyway, I think a lot of people see relationships from their peers that look really good and adventurous and romantic and devoted and perfect. And it's so not. Think about all the people that are in relationships right now in your life. Think about all of your girlfriends who are in a relationship. Is it picture perfect? Does it come without difficulty? Does it come without sacrifices and challenges? Hopefully, it comes with enough challenge and enough sacrifice that it becomes a growth experience to be in this relationship and not a traumatizing experience. Like there's, this, there's a fine line between being with somebody and walking the path of healing your lives together, going up and going down, expanding, contracting. And sometimes on the contraction, it's really tough and you don't really want to be with that person, but you stick with it. And then there's just reenacting your trauma of abandonment, Or somebody who blames and shames you, like somebody that actually is not walking a path of healing with you is actually just reigniting all of your trauma. You know, and it takes a few failed relationships to kind of see those patterns. I definitely had several relationships where I thought, wow, this is amazing. And so quickly I figured out that it was not. If you wanna see a, a live demonstration of that, you just have to watch Love is Blind season two. All of them are traumatized except for one couple. All of them are traumatized and they are choosing partners to reenact their abandonment stuff, their hatred of themselves, their relationship with their father. It's really quite obvious. So that's my little love life advice. If you want to be in a relationship, you have to look around and be like, wow, this relationship is going to have challenges, it's going to have hardships, and it's going to be painful. And then you have to see what's the right range for that pain. I don't really remember how I got started on that rant, but it's come up a lot lately. Okay, so what's my big challenge right now? As you know, if you listened to last week, my challenge is dealing with people who have seen me in a cult documentary about the cult I was in. That has been awkward and weird. I'm sure people know that I've been in it and are not saying anything to me. Um, And for the record, if anyone's wondering if I've seen it, if if anyone's wondering, hey, does she know she's in that documentary about the cult? Yes, I definitely know. I know all about it. I have seen it. I've only seen it once. Anyway, so I'm getting through that. And then I'm also in my comedy course and my art courses working on any kind of creative expression. There's multiple things in my soul that are calling out to me. One is physical movement. The second one is outdoors and being with my dogs outside. The third one is intimacy, sexuality, anything to do with like self-pleasure and sexuality in my partnership. And then the other one is creativity. I went to a friend's house. We it was a double date and we did art in the basement after dinner and we were painting and it was so freaking satisfying. And I crave doing that with people and by myself. Anyway, so creativity, making art, writing, doing a comedy performance. This is a huge longing of my life. And then of course, organizing my entire house, because that's always on my to-do list constant. I was at a um, women's dinner the other night, and somebody asked this woman, and she said, if all of your chores were done, you had nothing domestic to do, you had nothing to organize, what would you do with a free day? And I thought that was such a great way of framing the question, because if you give me a free day, I'll just give you all the things that I need to clean out and task and sell. By the way, I've sold three items on Facebook Marketplace. I'm making that money, honey. I don't think it's really worth it yet, but maybe it will be. So comedy class. So I, I did an hour of my comedy class today and part of it was about writing. And so I am going to sit down and write every day for the next week until we record the podcast again. Okay. So every day I'm going to get up same time. I'm going to do 25 minutes of free writing. I can make lists if I want to free writing, um, just getting in the habit and then I'll do a little bit more of my comedy class, the actual tutorials and videos, but I just want to sit down and write with my phone off, my computer off. I also am going to do my little um, wrist exercises for my personal trainers because that makes me feel good and makes me feel like I'm on top of it. What do I want to say about performing comedy? I'm really scared that I have actually nothing funny. He talks about this in the course about finding your own way of being funny and the way that your brain works and The way that I'm funny is in a group of people that I feel comfortable with and I'm responding to things that are happening in the room and people are saying it's an interactive humor. I don't know that I am stand-up comedy funny. Like, I don't know that I can write a joke and then go up and perform it. I would love to. Maybe it's learnable. I love timing. I love performing. I would like to be good at it. But... It's not something I feel good at. And then if I think about my experience at the gym, you know, I'm athletic, I'm strong, I'm, I can do things, but I'm not that good at it. I'm not that great. And I'll never be a, a fitness guru. I'll never be a fitness model. I'll never be like the strongest or the most flexible person in the room ever, ever, ever. But maybe I can get better and better and learn and have more and more satisfaction. I think that's the place that I'm in with my comedy is that I've done it a little bit And now it's time to really be consistent about it and get better and better and better. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. This week I'm going to write every single day and see how that starts to move things. And I'm hoping to paint soon, but Thanksgiving is coming and this house is not going to organize itself. Marie Kondo, where are you? Where's my fairy godmother? Okay, everyone. If you have a love life question, anything that's going on with your relationship, your sex life, your intimacy, your friendships, relational dimension stuff, definitely email the totally normal show at gmail.com and I will respond and I will continue to update you on my journey and you continue to update me on yours. If you don't already know this, I want to tell you that you are special. You have a special heart. You have a special body. You have a special mind. You're a special, unique person. And I'm so happy to be connected to you in this moment. Okay, adios, Ciao, ciao. mwah mwah.